Welcome to Sunday Sermons and other recordings from the Unitarian Universalist Church of Davis, California. Please visit our website at www.uudavis.org for further information. Welcome to the Unitarian Universalist Church of Davis. I'm Ian, this is Ashlyn, Carter, and Davis. We are a part of Unique, the high school youth group. You can usually find us at the back of the sanctuary before you sing us away to have deep discussions about philosophy, memes, and big and small decisions of our lives. Our whole group is thrilled to be at the front of the sanctuary leading service today. We welcome you. Welcome, who come in friendship, who long for genuine community. May you be graciously received here as your authentic self. Welcome, who come in curiosity, full of questions or simply open. May you embrace wonder and encourage new delights. Welcome, who come heavy with fatigue, weary from the troubles of the world or the troubles of your particular life. May you rest and be filled in the sacred space. Welcome, who come with joy for flowing rivers and gentle breeze, for changing skies and great trees. May the grace of the world leave a lasting imprint on you. Welcome, who come with thanks for the altruism of the earth and the gift of human care. May your grateful heart overflow and bless those around you. Come, Come, let let us celebrate celebrate together together this wondrous life. If this is your first time here, we hope you will stop by our welcome table so we can get to know you a little better. Here you will find a community of caring and sharing. This morning you are invited to light a chalice at the back of the sanctuary and write in our milestone book. If you wish, we'll add your joy or sorrow to this morning's pastoral prayer or the caring corner in our bulletin. To acknowledge all that is being held by the people in this room, we light one pillar candle for the sorrows of the world, for the moments that weigh heavy on our hearts. We light a second pillar candle for the joys of the world, for the moments of hope and celebration. Now let us center ourselves in worship through music. This morning, baby Mertiel will be lighting our chalice. Mertiel was born on April 27, 2019, at 9.02 p.m. Since then, she has been on 12 plane rides, mastered the art of crawling, worn the cutest outfits known to baby, and touched the hearts of everyone she's met. You can search far and wide, but you will never find a baby with as much happiness in their soul as Mertiel. We gather, knowing that the light can't reconstitute itself. Without each other, the cold of winter finds us. Leaning on each other, trusting each other, challenging each other. Only from this does the flame emerge. Today, may it rise again. Please rise as you are willing and able to join in singing one more step. This last fall, our group took a trip to the local corn maze, a large field of corn with a path cut through it. 
The Dixon Corn Maze is one of the largest corn mazes in the world. Go California. And we decided to take on the challenge of walking through the corn maze from the beginning to the end. While we walked, we started to apply our strong UU values to our experience. I would like to tell you a story about those experiences. But first, I would love for some volunteers to help out with the story. If you feel like moving today, this is a good way to move, and it is a very low thing to volunteer for. No singing, no talking, it's gonna be great. So I'm gonna volunteer our youth for them. And then anyone else who would like to join in, who wants to move around, or if you get inspired partway through the story, you're also welcome to join partway through. So come on down. Bold, bold folks, I support you. So to set the stage, it was a dark evening. The corn was tall. We had our glow sticks and our maps. Everybody, look at your maps. Now put them away. We decided not to use our maps. <laughs> we gathered at the entrance and we looked up at the tall corn. Oh, so tall. We picked two leaders and we went in. Glow sticks held like unicorn horns. You, you unicorns. Everyone turned, took a turn to be a unicorn eventually, a you, you unicorn. And we realized sometimes it's nice to be a leader. Sometimes it's nice to be a follower. As we walked and walked, we got a little tired, started slowing down, but we helped each other. First, one person started singing, then another. Then we were all singing and even teaching other strangers in the maze our weary songs. Baby shark doo 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 baby shark doo 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 doo. And that really taught us that singing with friends does make everything a little easier. Hundreds of other people were walking through the maze. All around us we could hear them talking. At one point, we heard someone shouting for their friend. Tyler, Tyler, and we started helping them by shouting along, Tyler, Tyler. That person's resilience and hope were clear. They were not going to give up the maze, and they were also not going to give up finding their friend. A friend we were unsure actually existed. <laughs> and we saw that sometimes believing in powers and people and beings outside of yourself is important to the journey. We kept walking and walking for miles. We got to dead ends. We had to stop and turn around and walk the other way. Some of us were very tired. Some could walk all night. At some point, we had to decide, would we leave the corn maze? without making it to the end, or would we persist? We all huddled up to have an important discussion. What would make each person individually very happy? Could we compromise for the group? 
we learned it's important to stop and decide what's right for you. Each person in the group did decide it would be best to keep going and find our way through the maze. Thumbs up. So on we walked. We walked and walked, and as we went, it was clear that wandering around wasn't getting us to the exit. So we stopped again, and this time we pulled out our maps. <laughs> and we made a plan. And in our planning, we realized some rules are flexible. <laughs> as we followed our plan through the corn maze, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We met other groups that were wandering aimlessly. We offered them help. We shared our plan. Sometimes they would join us. Sometimes they would continue to wander their own way. We understood it's important to reach out and try to help when you can. Finally, we made it to the exit. We high-fived and sweet victory. High five and sweet victory. <laughs> Our corn maze experience brought us many kernels of wisdom. As we sat back in our chairs slash cars. <laughs> Thank you. We reflected on our lessons that we learned that evening. It's important to reach out and try to help others when you can. Some rules are flexible. It's important to stop and decide what's right for you. A belief in powers outside of yourself is important to your journey. Singing with friends makes everything a little easier. And sometimes it's nice to be a leader. And sometimes it's nice to be a follower. Now we will sing the children to their programs. As we wandered the corn maze, I noticed an interesting phenomenon. On occasion, we would encounter a large group of people slowly moving through the maze. I don't think these people had come to the maze together, nor do I think that this was planned. However, it seemed as though this group of people always moved towards the exit of the maze. My hypothesis is that as the people in the front hit dead ends, they would rejoin the group. However, the people that went the right way would keep going, so the group as a whole would end up going the right way. But there very could have easily just been somebody in the front with a map. Nevertheless, our group found ourselves following this mob of people. This was somewhat of a dilemma for us. Of course, the fundamental goal of a corn maze is to get to the end, but it's a lot more satisfying if you can do it by yourself. We tried a few times to get away from the group of people and take paths that no one else was taking, but we would always hit a dead end and have to rejoin the mob. The problem was that we were trying to get out without following the crowd, but the crowd was going in the direction that we needed to go to get out. I think it's important to recognize why people go into a corn maze in the first place. Some people try to get out as fast as possible, some people try to scare others by hiding in the corn, and some people just want to solve the puzzle on their own. No matter why you enter the corn maze, I believe there's no shame in following the crowd from time to time. In the end, there's a path laid out before you, and everyone follows it in their own way. In life, we are always following the people that came before us as well. Sir Isaac Newton once famously said, 
If I have seen further, it is by standing on ye shoulders of giants. He certainly defined physics as we know it, but the only reason he was able to do so was because of the mathematical groundwork of people like Archimedes and Pythagoras, who came before him. We now see further than Newton ever did, but we sit on his shoulders too. As the youth group prepared for the service, I decided that I wanted to write a hymn. We sang it as an in-gathering song, in fact. And while I did write this hymn, it would not have been possible without the millennia of music theorists and composers who built the foundation of modern music. For example, I heavily utilized the pentatonic scale, which has been used for over 2,000 years. As we go through life, we should realize that we are following the path created by those that came before us. We may each take our own unique routes, but we all stand on the shoulders of giants. However, we all hope to get to the point where we are at the front of the group, walking through the corn maze, setting the path for others to follow. Now please, rise and body your spirit and join me in singing Kernel of Wisdom. For today's service, I will be reading a poem by R. M. Shanmugen Chetir that I think uh, reflects the, its theme. Life path is made of a network. One makes a choice at each fork. Forks are fre frequent, so are choices. Some are vital, some are trivial. Choices are made impulsively, choices are made instantly. Choices are made by habit, experience, knowledge, and faith. Between pain and pleasure, between hedonism and virtues, between power and possession, everyone's life oscillates. It is nothing but a seesaw. Not every choice would click, however best it appeared. Your progress is not sure. Life is not made by you. Wait, life, the life of maze is not made by you. The success and the failure are incidental and accidental. No choice other than making a choice. The reason why I chose to read this poem is because, much like a maze, our life our lives are physical embodiments of our choices. In a maze, one has no way of knowing how crucial each turn they take or fork they encounter really is. You could come to an intersection that could be the deciding factor of whether or not you will take another hour or two to find a way out, and you would never know. The good thing is that in real life, we do have the luxury of having a better ability to estimate where our decisions and actions will lead us rather than in a maze. For instance, staying up all night studying for a test will likely mean that you will be exhausted during said exam. Or another example would be that if you leave writing a reflection for a church service you're a part of until the last minute, you'll probably have a subpar reflection. <laughs> However, sometimes our choices can lead us to unexpected places, like going to a college for a science major and deciding to graduate as a graphic designer, or deciding to get ice cream one day and end up meeting your future spouse. So basically, like a maze, it's difficult to determine where our choices will take us or what will happen because of them. But unlike a maze, we have the ability to assess the possible outcomes of our choices and have a general idea of where we might go. So. Life is like a corn maze because there comes a point where you have no idea where you are and you can create special bonds with people who have been with you on the same journey. This can lead to a lasting friendship if someone decides to break the awkward silence if they have not already done so. 
According to science and witnessing and being involved in past experiences, people tend to show internal kindness towards any person around them when they have been in the same path and they are having a tough time. Before, when I said, this can lead to a lasting friendship if someone decides to break the awkward silence if they have not already done so. I say awkward silence because someone, so sometimes when people have been going through the same tough time, they both know it. A thought that is likely going through both of their minds at that time is, I might help that person out as they are experiencing what I am experiencing right now, but I think I will wait for them to come to me. Now, what happens when two people are waiting for each other to step up for each other? It, it is like two North Poles on a magnet coming towards each other. It never happens. <laughs> At one point, they are waiting long enough, and that feeling of uneasiness and discomfort comes upon them. They get frustrated at each other without even speaking or doing any actions, which is the reason they got to this in the first place. They get frustrated by doing exactly what they do to each other to get frustrated. All this comes together, and it is awkward. <laughs> now, they can either move on with their lives and remember an awkward moment where they were both chickening out, or one can decide to make a move and be that icebreaker. All this can tie into just about any real-life situations. For example, one guy sees a girl that they really like, and the girl, the, the girl, the guy likes, sees that guy, and she really likes him. If they are both waiting for one to come up and talk to them, they will be waiting for a long time. Any, another situation, for example, you see someone walking right next to you and they trip and they let out, they let out a huge ow and you hear a loud snap upon their fall. <laughs> you have two choices. One brutal choice, which is ghosting them, which if you don't know, that's, Ignorance, but on a higher, deeper level. <laughs> um, very cruel, but but another decision which seems more right, if you think so, is um, you can decide to help them. If you walk past, you will feel guilty later. If you decide to help them, you might end up chatting and bonding and becoming best friends for life. An important lesson and life skill learned from this is that you should always step up and not wait for anyone else to. It is important for us to be aware of everything around us at all times. And when something looks wrong or off, make a move and see what it is and fix it if necessary. If any of us are not doing so well with life or anything, we have to speak up and reach for help. Now, if you and some other person you do not know are struggling in a corn maze and you have been with each other all along and have not spoken up, it can get pretty nerve-wracking. Trust me, I have found out the hard way, not with Unique. Um, so reach out to people. Help someone in need. Doing what is right does not always mean doing what feels right for yourself. Go out of your own boundaries for someone else and take the actual correct actions. Our youth group has some members who couldn't be here today, so Alana wanted to share her thoughts with us with this video. So, for me, a lot of aspects of my life could be compared to a maze. But as I think about it, I have realized that I mostly make the same mistakes in both. When I go through a maze, I find that I'm stressed and spend most of the time worrying about getting out and making sure that I'm on the right path, afraid of making mistakes. 
I have had a few turns and even some dead ends in my maze recently, which have led me to realize that I do the same thing in life. I have spent my first 15 years trying to make it to the future, trying not to make mistakes, and ignoring the purpose of life. When you go through a maze, the point is to get lost, to wander around, to have fun, and maybe even to help others along the way. It may have taken me 15 years to realize it, but my true goal in life is that, at least for now, I'm going to wander, have fun, and maybe even help others. I feel that this quote by Michael Josephson shows what I have learned recently. Take pride in how far you've come. Have faith in how far you can go. But don't forget to enjoy the journey. I'm not giving up on my future, but I am choosing to enjoy my journey. Thank you. Another way that life is like a corn maze is the fact that sometimes you have to stop and regroup. In the maze, we discovered this once we had finally gotten tired of wandering around aimlessly and had to just sit down, pull out the map, and figure it out. In our little huddle, we were able to discover what appeared to be no way out of the mess we'd walked into and were enabled to make the decision to cut through a small section of the corn and escape because of it. <laughs> Without this time where we pulled in and thought about what we wanted and what we were willing to do to get there, like cutting through the corn, we would have kept wandering in this endless loop for who knows how long, and the frustration of going nowhere would have only continued to climb. If you're going to make the analogy between the corn maze and life, this time that we made for ourselves is a lot like those periods in our lives where we need to sort of pull in and think about what we really want and get recentered. We need those moments, or sometimes months, to reground ourselves in this forced space where our brain can go to gain a little bit more perspective. When you step back from all the crazy twists and turns and bad feelings and pressure and complicated relationships that we're presented with in life, you get a chance to break things down to their simplest form and just reflect on who you really are, what you really want, and what matters to you. It's so important to take that time for yourself, and yet it's so often overlooked because we're taught that it is selfish to think of and talk about yourself, to ask for the things that you need, and to prioritize the things that you want to do. But an important lesson that I've been learning lately is that it isn't selfish to take care of yourself. That feeling of being stretched so unbearably thin because of all that you've promised to people or that you try to be and act like for people is not right. It's said all the time and sounds sort of corny, corny, <laughs> and overdone now, but the person that needs your love and attention the most is you. And in order to make it through all this stuff that life is made of, you need to be able to look at it all from this place of, I trust myself, I know how far I'm willing to go, and I respect my own boundaries. I think it all boils down to this. You have to take care of yourself and listen to what you need. It's not selfish to do the things you want to do in the short time that we get on earth, and it's not selfish to be happy, whatever that means for you. But of course, amidst all the confusing turns, roadblocks, and lost connections in the maze that is life, it's so easy to forget that. In those stagnant periods where you fall into a routine that's easy but not going anywhere, and you're not really happy but it just sort of happens, kind of like what we ran into in our corn maze, 
You can either keep going until you meet some inevitably miserable climax of monotony and apathy, or you can stop, pull in, notice what you don't want to be doing anymore or want to change about your life, and do it. When we reach this point of authenticity and mindfulness, and we're in a place where we actually value ourselves, that's when we can be fully there for those in our lives that matter and put our energy into the things that are actually healthy and fruitful instead of stressing about the things in your life that you're not getting anything out of. Everyone's maze is a little different, and we all come to these moments at different times and because of different things, but what I hope that we can start to do is keep this mindset all the time and not just in the extremes. To take a little bit of time every day, even if it's just a minute, to breathe, feel how you feel, and think about what you want your day to be. And then, with that vision in mind, do what you need to do in the situations you run into to make that vision a reality. You can carry the ideas of the little tweaks that you want to make in your head so the next time you're talking to somebody or run into that situation you want to change, you can say something else and feel good about that interaction. Then, little things like that build up and carry with you, and your day becomes this awesome thing that you feel good about when you go to sleep and excited when you wake up each day. And every day builds on itself because you're working with all that insight from the day before. So, with that in mind, sometimes in life you need to stop and regroup, just like in a corn maze, and that is 100% your right. And it would be even better if we did that every day. We gather here surrounded by the spirit of life and love. We enter into this time of reflection and prayer that we might listen to the fears and the truths inside ourselves, and that we might lift our concerns into the love and support of this community. We hope this morning for health and healing of ourselves, knowing that our lives are precious and we are each vulnerable to the hurts of the world in different ways. May we each find inner confidence through the support of this community that we may live into being our best selves. We send our hopes also to those closest to us, to our friends and family, to people we love who are struggling or sad. May they always know we care. As we join our prayers within this room, let us also extend our hopes and dreams to the communities that support us and the places around the world that join us in our seeking for peace and justice. Please take hands or shoulders or elbows around the room for our benediction. As we leave this worship space and go into our week, we realize life is like a corn maze. A corn maze is a corn maze because you are having fun. Sometimes you don't know where to go. You don't know when you'll be done. Sometimes you have to lead and sometimes you have to follow. Let this congregation.